Welcome to Free for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Did you? Enjoy I'm a little offended. At me? No. At one of our Twitter followers. What did that person do? So I, I think everyone knows about an American football Colin Kaepernick starting the movement, sitting down to a national anthem, protesting some racial rights in this country. Mm-hmm. And I'm mixed on this. I'm kind of supportive. I see that he has the right to express his views, and I'm kind of against it because he should respect the flag more. But yesterday, 9-11, during the anthem, no player sat, but some raised their arms in protest or knelt, which I think is terrible. And then I tweet about how he's absolutely disgusted about it. And then one of our Twitter followers actually had the nerve to say he's absolutely delighted that Barca got an ass whooping. Yes, I am terrible towards Real Madrid, and of course you have every right. All you Madridistas have the right to talk crap to me when we take a terrible loss. But in no way was it appropriate for that guy, I don't, I don't know his username, I'm not going to say it, you know, I don't know it, to make any kind of joke involving a tweet about 9-11 and that important. So I just want to say that. So you're saying that you tweeted... I hope he hears this. You tweeted about the Kaepernick... Do you want me to read my tweet? No, that's okay. You tweeted about the Kaepernick at all situation. Yeah. And you th- and your position on that is what exactly? I'm in the middle. I, I Well, you're in the middle of what? His right to do it or the issue that he's protesting? His right to do it. Like I, I understand that yes, a country of free speech. And of course, I support that. But I don't think I don't know how. What about the issue itself, the underlying issue? What would you define that as race issues? His protest, as I understand it, is that he doesn't want to stand for or salute a flag that he feels is you know either doesn't represent all people or is punitive to minorities yes, and so on. Uh, he has a point. This country, as much as I love country, is not perfect. They could obviously be improved in some ways, as anything could. And yeah, he has the right to express himself. It can be respectful, and but it, you, no one should. Ha- no, I don't think anyone should have the right to protest like that on the anniversary of the September 11 attacks. So it's, it's the fact that it coincided with the anniversary of 9/11. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you're saying that after you tweeted your response to that, that, <laughs> that some a footy for two follower tweeted back. I wrote absolutely disgusted, and he wrote absolutely delighted. I just think that's kind Absolutely of... delighted that that Barca got beat. Yeah. So you're saying that this follower brought football into a. And if it was on another tweet, I would completely understand and I would <laughs> ha- banter with yeah. him. But in this case, it's not appropriate. It's kind of well, disgusting and so, piggish. So let everybody learn. If you want to banter with Solomon, you got to play fair. Now, Solomon, do you play fair? Know. Do you play fair? I, to an extent, I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think you do. Look, I think I know you're... what's off limits. I think you're you have a very interesting mind and brain and I like the way you think about things in the real world and so as a father I encourage that 100% but also you will learn the you know how discourse and conversation in the real world really works which is that being right often doesn't matter <laughs> you know good intentions often don't matter yeah. and often the loudest people in the room are the ones that carry the day which is you know rotten Um, So part of it is, uh, look, I'm very proud of you learning how to uh, make your way, not just as a a human in the world, everybody's doing that, but to do a little bit in public, it's, you know, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit jarring sometimes. And so you're, you're learning how that, uh, how that feels. So uh, I think that's good stuff. But thank you very much. That's good. But this is a football podcast, isn't it? It is a football podcast. Let's talk football. (laughs) Can we just get the Barca game out of the way? Yeah, you know, when you sent me your li- your layout for this episode, and I saw that you started with the English Premier League instead well, of La Liga, yeah. you know what I thought when I saw that? I said, oh, 
Well, plainly, that's trying to bury the Barca loss. Yeah. So we lost 2-1 at home to the promoted Alaves. Uh, Jeremy Mathieu scored on either side of uh, Alaves' goal. And, of course, I was like, okay, maybe it shouldn't be so bad about him. But then, of course, two minutes later, he has an open net that I would have, that a blind baby would have scored, <laughs> and he missed it. Have you seen that miss? Uh, I haven't seen that. It was pretty horrendous. So that bad. And then the second goal. Somehow did, I sense you're exaggerating a tiny bit. I'm really not. I'll show you the goal, the miss later. And the second goal was, he could have done a little bit, but I'm not really. It was mainly Mastrano's fault, honestly. But it was just bad. We underestimated Alaves. Luto rested a lot of players, including Messi, Iniesta, PK, Suarez. Well, uh, but still. They came uh, on later, right? Yeah, Too still this late. lineup should have been able to win easily. What did you think of Alaves? They impressed me. I'm not going to lie. They were they played with spirit. They played as a team, and they played. They sat back, which obviously is annoying. Yeah, but, but I mean, you do the same. Of course I would, yeah. Now, let me ask you this. As someone who last year was totally delighted by the Leicester City story, the Leicester City miracle, yeah. as the unheralded team coming and winning the league, even though Alaves beat your beloved Barca, do you kind of have a little bit of your heart going, thinking about them as being, hey, they're just up, and maybe oh, they can do not. some wonderful things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they finish second, that's fine by me if we win the league. But uh, no. I just said wonderful things. I didn't say beating. I didn't say yeah, winning the yeah, league. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. it. All right. Okay, you want to knock out the rest of La Liga while we're yeah. here? Yeah, Real beat uh, Osasuna 5-2. Ronaldo scored on his, on his return. Ramos scored. Pepe, Danilo, and I forget the last goal. It might have been Bale. How is uh, Ronaldo back so much earlier than projected? Wasn't it projected December or something? It was projected to be around that time, mm-hmm. yes. I don't mm-hmm. know. Hard work. Um, something else. And what about Atleti? The- they got their first league going in the season, 4-0 against Delta with a brace from Griezmann. So who's uh, what? Are the, what's the table look like right now in La Liga? Let me look it up quickly. I'm guessing Real Madrid at the top. Last time, it was Las Palmas at the top on goal differential. It's pretty weird. Yet, the top five goes Barca... Lost Palmas, goal differential, Sporting Gijon, wow. Sevilla, and Real Madrid. How does it feel to be in fifth place for Barca? Let's see where we are in May. Right. I think I know where we'll right. be. La Liga, it was eventful. How does it feel overall? Just describe. So this is the season of a lot of returns. You return to school. I, I return to school every year. That's what I'm saying. It oh, it's the season of the year. It I is the, like season. the season. No, no, no. It's the season of returns. You return to school. I return more intensely to work. And football and American football return. Yeah. How, how, what do you think about this time of year generally? It's good. It's okay. <laughs> Worst thing about American football, though, I beat my friend by about 81 points in fantasy football. That, you had an incredible week. And I had 167 points. Did you, uh, how, how are you doing in the FFT FF? I'm down to 16th fantasy. from 11th. That's still not bad. Down to 16 from 11th in a league. How many people in our league? I say three or 400. I don't know exactly. And how am I doing? You're 131st. So I'm above average. I'm above the middle. Yeah. I should say, I've said this before, just for the record, I'm not actually managing my team. Yeah. You're managing my team I'm for me. I've given up. Why have you given up? You, you, you should do it yourself. But that was the deal, was that you would... Here's what I find interesting, though. The team that you're managing for yourself is in 16th place. Team you're, you're managing for me. Because I don't pay enough attention to it. Because you should do it yourself, Steve. Well. Premier League. All right. First game, Manchester Derby. Pep beats Mourinho. He is now, uh, Mourinho's now beat Pep three out of 17 times they've played each other. Mm. 
I think that kind of says. I have to say, I didn't watch the whole match. I was in and out. It was great. It was a good match. It was great to see. Kevin De Bruyne, absolutely world class. A Heniato stepped up in the absence of Aguero. Uh, De Bruyne had a goal, and I don't know if Heniato's goal will count as an assist for De Bruyne. I believe it didn't, but it was De Bruyne's goal. Do you remember it? It hit off the post. Oh, right. Yeah, I do. His shot. Debut. De Bruyne also hit woodwork at, at least once, maybe twice. I think. Or across the face. He was he was around he, the goal he, all day. Uh, Bravo was in Grano's debut. He was fine. I read something very interesting. I think fine is very generous. Salmon. I read, wait, I, 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 say, I, I, I want to say something very interesting I read. He, as a keeper who uses his feet a lot. here, aren't you? I know. Uh, touches the ball a lot more than Joe Hart ever did. If Joe Hart made the same amount of touches, he would have made way more stakes. And have you heard about Joe Hart's debut? I have not heard about Joe Hart's debut. He is pretty horrendous. Where is he playing now? Torino, mid-table Serie A side. He fluffed across, allowing a goal. I fluffed across once. Nice. Just wanted to say that. I don't know what it means. Fluffed across meaning... He, he dropped it. He let it Oh. Hit. He didn't drop it. it just is that what fluff so, across means? Kind of. I thought it was some kind of sexual up. assault. <laughs> uh, okay, let's leave behind Joe Hart. Let's get back to happier, greener pastures, the Premier League. Let's talk about Man City, Man U a little bit more. What most impressed you about... Uh, you know, your your coaching hero, Pep Guardiola, comes to Manchester City. His players are playing for him, as Mourinho's are for him, but uh, they were not favored, really. Well, they were to an extent, but they had they were missing their best player. It was at Old Trafford, so they knew it was going to be hard, and they managed to get the win. They're playing Pep football. They're keeping the ball. They're moving all over the pitch perfectly. It's really impressive. I will say this. Again, knowing very little about football, I was pretty impressed with Mourinho's halftime adjustments. It really worked. Not enough. They played well. They played well. They did a lot of things that, as it was explained in the commentary afterwards, you know, when you saw Man City, the angles that Man City was passing at and running at in the first half just looked kind of otherworldly, as though they saw the pitch differently, as though they had it laid out differently. And I guess they kind of do, the way that the players are positioned. But the second half, that just didn't exist. Man, you would really change their defense. The other thing is, why does Rashford not start? Let me think. Is he? Is well, he, obviously, it's better to start Zlatan over Rashford. So you could start him as a number who 10. Who did he or, sub on for, though? I've, I don't remember who it was. It wasn't Ibra. Was it, was, it Rooney? It wasn't Rooney. I don't know how you keep Rashford off the pitch on that Rooney team. Rooney is known for not being great with youth, but I think he could be different United. A club mm. is known for that. The other thing I would say... If Claudio Bravo were not your beloved former Barca player and yeah. he played the match that he did the other day, I think you would have said he looked terrible. That might be true. <laughs> he he was having trouble handling the ball with his hands, a little bit handling with his feet. Handling the ball with his hands? Well, with his, ha- with his hands, there were some uh, fluffy moments. <laughs> with his feet, handling the ball with his feet, there were some tentative moments. But most of all, it just looked like he and his defense. defense they aren't used to each other. Yeah, which obviously they're not. He's brand new. But still, uh, I thought it was pretty shaky and uh, grateful for him that he survived. Okay, so now let's finish up the Premier League. Arsenal beat Southampton 2-1. Technically an own goal from Petr Cech opened the scoring, but mm-hmm. it was really like Dushan Tadic free kick. Which I, I predict, the second I, I was watching that game live, the second I saw Tadic was saying the free kick, I knew it was a goal. He's an unbelievable player. One of the most underrated Premier League, I think. Koscielny with a great bike to tie it up, and Cazorla with a late penalty. Also, I want to say something I read, which is true. People compare Barcelona to Arsenal, the kind of in, football in they play. The uh-huh. kind, don't. Arsenal's horrendous. <laughs> I know Barca's lost to all of You in a bad mood today? 
You don't my know mouth hurts. I got my braces tight, and so I'm kind you of. You got irritable. your braces tight, and you're in a bad mood because you don't seem to have a good word for anyone. I don't. I'm sorry. Let's talk about Fifi for a moment. She's adorable. Uh, that yeah. little bastard. I hate her. <laughs> I, <laughs> I knew we could bring you back to happy times. <laughs> Fifi's the dog. We like yeah. the dog. Okay. Uh, so um, Arsenal, Cazorla saved Arsenal with a late pen. Yes. Yes, he did. Stoke beat, lost four 0 home to Tottenham. Kane gets first goal of the season. Who else scored for Spurs? Delia Lee. Uh, Harry Kane, two from Huangman Son. Liverpool oh. beat Leicester 4-1. Is he starting, Son? He is. Nice. Liverpool beats Leicester 4-1. First game at Anfield with a new main stand, reconstructed. Mane scores, Lalana scores, Firmino scores twice, and for Arsenal, Jamie Vardy scores. So is Leicester just a distant memory now? Is Leicester going to have a kind of, they're going to finish somewhere 12th, 14th, 15th? 10th, 8th, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, West Ham lost 4-2 to Watford after being up 2-0. Two goes from Mikel Antonio, so that's not that's good. That's big, right? Yeah. Okay. Chelsea 2-2 against Swansea with two goals from Costa for my fantasy team. With so can I tell you something? Bike. I turned on that match. It was Sunday, correct? It was Sunday. I was here in the office working, which was a sad thing because I, I was just on a deadline, so I had to work. I took a lunch break. I turned the match on. And within like five minutes, I saw the three goals. I saw wow. I saw Swansea's two and, and Chelsea's. Well, no, that one was later. But the the, the two goals, the two Swansea goals were fast. So so the Costa, the final Costa goal was amazing. You saw the bike. Yes. Yeah. Um, the thing, it was a very entertaining match. The thing that most left an impression on me, however, wasn't about the quality of the play, the intensity of the play, whatever. It was about how horrible football refereeing is. <laughs> It is so bad, inconsistent, based on emotion and what someone happens to think or see or feel at the moment. And honestly, I don't understand why a sport this important and this fluid and big has only one guy on the pitch. I I think it's nuts. I agree. So I just wanted to say... In my game, I had to leave early because I got injured. I stretched out for a ball. Someone intentionally brought their cleats down on me. Granted, I've, I've only seen one or two red cards in my league. I've seen a lot of yellows. If this was a... It was worthy of, like, this kid getting red card and suspended for the season, pretty much. Should we, should we find where he lives and go beat yeah. him up? Yeah, I was just stretching out to reach the ball. He looks at my foot and just brings his cleats down on me. I couldn't get up from it. It was horrendous. Is he, that how your injury happened? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. How are you feeling now? A little better. Recovered? Nothing a lamb chop won't cure? <laughs> All right, what about the rest of the Premier League, or is that it? That is it. Before we go, let's just recap uh, the one big game from the Bundesliga. Bayern beat Schalke 2-0 with a solid starting debut from Renato Sanchez. Mm. Uh, Lewandowski and the great young Joshua Kimmich score. And that is it. That's the roundup. That's what it. are you most looking forward to, whether in La Liga? Tomorrow and the day, and the day that, and I think that means today. For the Champions Stars versus at home to Celtic. So we, we hope to have episode out by... There's by probably Friday. It's not over promise here. But no, because now I'm know. now I'm really, now on Champions League week, Europe <laughs> League I really want to go three to every seven or eight days. Um, Solomon, um, it's really nice to be back in the season. It's okay. nice. You and I see each other obviously every day. We talk every day, but I really like having the occasion to sit down and do this, to hear you formulate your ideas, to hear you talk about football, educate me about football. Yeah. When Barca got beat. You were seriously blue. It's not footy for one, it's (laughs) footy for two. See you later, brother.